Hello and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of your D1T in 5 for Monday, November 15th. I'm Aaron Matus. Yahoo's Pete Thamel with some athletic director news over the weekend as he reports Creighton assistant vice president and associate athletic director Adrian Dowell is headed to Omaha as its new athletic director. Influencer releases data on over 5,000 NIL transactions that have been executed through October on its verified platform. Average transaction, $1,335, while the median is $63. 31% of transactions have been with football student athletes, with 59% of overall deals being social media integrations. Lots more from Athletic Director Yu in this morning's D1 ticker email. Ole Miss is officially public with its new $1.5 billion campaign. The Now and Ever, the campaign for Ole Miss, is the largest comprehensive campaign in school history. Already, $1 billion has been secured toward the goal during the silent phase of the campaign. First-year co-chairs are Sean and Leanne Tui of the Blindside fame. As far as athletics is concerned, looks like there will be an expanded Olivia and Archie Manning Athletics Performance Center and other athletics facilities, according to Chancellor Glenn Boyce. Washington football head coach Jimmy Lake is out, and Huskies athletic director Jen Cohen discusses the next steps. Our search for a new football coach begins today, and while I can't put a timeline on the process, we will move as swiftly and thoroughly as possible. We are wide open in who we seek for our next head coach, and I'm confident that we're going to have a strong and diverse candidate pool. I will also be relying on a small group of advisors as we embark on this journey. She goes on to say, Coach Chris Peterson did not give Jimmy Lake that job. I gave Jimmy Lake that job. His hire is on me, and I own it. It was my decision, and obviously he was supportive of it. Coach Peterson, we're really fortunate. We've had him very engaged in the athletic department for the last two years since he did step down. She doesn't rule out Peterson returning to the sidelines in Seattle. Vanderbilt Athletic Director Candace Story Lee with follow-up thoughts on the release of the Vandy United campaign facility renderings. Timeline. So ideally, there would be like a four to six month stagger period in between projects. But that's part of what we're trying to drill down on. So I can't give you a full timeline. I can tell you I'm excited that we're starting next year. Sounds like the Hoops facility is likely to be the first project to go vertical. Just down the road from Vandy in Murfreesboro, Middle Tennessee State provides more details on its three-phase $100 million commitment to upgrade facilities. Completion of a new student-athlete performance center is expected to start by the 2024 football season as $66 million has already been raised. From the Daily News Journal, the three-story student-athlete performance center will house training, strength and conditioning, and equipment centers. Football's locker and meeting rooms and personnel offices will be moved from the Murphy Center into the new facility. Phase two will include upgrades for the Murphy Center and phase three focus on a multi-purpose indoor practice facility. MTSU President Sidney McPhee. The importance of enhanced facilities became clear to me during the shifts in the national collegiate landscape prompted by the realignment of athletic conferences. The decision we made to remain with Conference USA aligns squarely with our desire to bring about meaningful change in our athletics campus. 
Western Kentucky Athletic Director Todd Stewart provides a bunch of details behind the last couple of weeks for the Hilltoppers, recounts a meeting with all Conference USA peers on the 18th of last month. It was just a little bit ironic, I think, for everybody to be in the room together on a Sunday and on a Monday. And then on Monday night, it's learned that six are leaving. It was just tough timing. Really what it does is it just causes everybody to kind of wonder who they can trust. That's not just in Conference USA. I think that's throughout the industry right now. I think there's real trust issues among a lot of people. Stewart also said that Marshall really wanted to make Conference USA work before eventually moving to the Sun Belt, and he confirmed that had an invite been extended, Western would have jumped to the MAC. If we're invited to join the MAC down the line, said Stewart, then I think the answer to that would be probably yes, because if it makes sense today, then I think it's safe to assume it would make sense down the line. This and more in your D1 ticker email. I'm Aaron Matus, and this has been the morning edition of your D1 T in 5 for Monday, November 15th. Thanks for listening, and we'll update again this evening.